This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1831, Studying for IELTS, Five Tips for Smashing Success. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Are you planning to take IELTS in the future? On this episode, we give you five things you need to know to get started so that you will already be ahead of 90% of all test takers. Listen in today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Aubrey. How's it going today? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Awesome. So tell me something you know about the IELTS exam. You know many things, Aubrey, about IELTS, but one thing you know about it. Okay. This came up in a class that I taught today. The student had no idea that you have to use slang on the IELTS speaking exam. He was That's shocked. Interesting. I'm like, yeah. You know, you in know. order to get the vocab score you need, you've got to use some slang. Yeah. Why is it that we always assume because it's a standardized test that we have to use this very traditional formal vocabulary? That's not what they're looking for in the IELTS exam. And I bet on the TOEFL too, though we don't really focus on TOEFL, right, Aubrey? Right, exactly. But we know that on IELTS, you have to use a variety of vocabulary. And if you only use impressive academic vocab, you're not hitting that variety. You also have to use idioms and slang and phrasal verbs. Yes, I love it, guys. We have a whole other podcast, 100% devoted to IELTS, right? What's the name of that podcast, Aubrey? And how often do we publish? IELTS Energy. It's so fun. Jessica and I record two new episodes every week. If you aren't following, definitely follow us IELTS Energy. It's a very fun, especially if you're studying for the IELTS exam. Yeah, guys. So go and search for it. Type in IELTS Energy podcast and it will come up and you will see the yellow and hit follow. But we did have a question from one of our All Ears English listeners about IELTS today. Yes, exactly. I'll go ahead and read it. I was excited because I talk about IELTS a lot. (laughs) Yes. So it says, greetings from Jiazen. I've been listening to your podcast since March. Now it becomes my morning ritual to reconnect my study life in the States long time ago. (laughs) I am a teacher and a counselor based in Taiwan now. I love that this listener started listening to All Ears English and now is a teacher and a counselor. I know, that's amazing. So good. And they wrote in that many students ask them now about IELTS. Right. And they said, however, I did my IELTS a long time ago. So my knowledge is kind of outdated. I'm wondering if you can do an episode about IELTS and how to 
prepare yourself to be immersed into the study for non-native speakers. It would be a great opportunity for me and many others to learn. Best regards. Yes. She what a it's great so email. funny. We forget to talk about IELTS on this show sometimes because we spend so much time over on IELTS Energy. You and Jessica, we forget to mention it on this show, Aubrey. I can't believe I know. it. It's true. So I'm really glad we got this letter to give us this opportunity to answer this question here, because I know a lot of you out there are studying for IELTS or know someone who is. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't aware of the IELTS Energy podcast, they're missing out on so much great content, so many good tips and strategies. So good chance to remind you of that and yes. to give you some tips here for those who are studying for IELTS, because there are some strategies that will really make a difference in you scoring seven or higher on that test. Yeah. And you know, I've seen students who maybe they don't need a score. They don't necessarily need to get a visa, but they take IELTS just to have a benchmark for their language. Have you seen that, Aubrey? Yes, definitely. We have students who just want to get an idea of what they would score. They yeah. don't necessarily need it for their mm -hmm. education or immigration. Yeah. And they often will still score lower than they expect if mm. they don't really understand the scoring system and yes. really have the strategies they need. Even natives will sometimes take the exam <laughs> and score a lot lower than they would expect because oh, it's not that. just a comprehension exam. It's a lot about the strategies. Yeah, I love it. We sent Jessica to, where did we send her? Canada, Canada a couple of years yeah. ago. She took it in Canada, the computer <laughs> test. Canada, a couple of years ago, and she took the computer exam. And yeah, it's really interesting as a native speaker and teacher of IELTS to take that test and really understand it. So we really try to do that on our team. I think, Aubrey, at some point you'll probably take it. And we do. We try to immerse ourselves in this exam completely. So we have a couple of tips for our listeners today, right? Aubrey, where should yes. we start? Let's dive in. The first one is just how important it is to understand the scoring system. Yes. You can look it up online, the IELTS scoring system. You can read the rubric. It's different for speaking and writing. And you need to really be aware of what the examiner is listening for in the speaking test and what they're looking for in your essays. Yes. And unfortunately, many IELTS teachers and students focus too much on grammar and vocabulary, and they don't really understand the other scores and what you're, what's being looked for. Right. And those other scores are actually quicker and easier to improve if you have strategies. That's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think a lot of teachers, they don't necessarily know the exam, but they think that they could teach an English exam. And so they go straight to the grammar, right? But that's actually not the fastest way to improve your score, right, Aubrey? Yeah, it can take a year to improve your grammar, a band point, a score from like a six to a seven. That's crazy. Whereas these other scores, your fluency and coherence score, your task response score within weeks, if you understand what the examiner is looking for and strategies to do it, you can improve by a band point. Wow. That is striking guys. I hope you heard what Aubrey just said. If not go back and rewind again to right. listen, because that is earth shattering, right? That's a very 80, 20 principle right? 80% of our results come from 20% of the work we're actually doing. I love it. Exactly. You don't want to be wasting time. You want to understand how to maximize your efforts, your busy professionals. What should you be spending your study time on? And that leads right into number two is what the is importance it? of having a study plan that organizes your time mm. and shares resources that are really valuable because there's so much information online. You can end up really wasting your time yes. if you don't know who to trust, if you don't have, because we've read terrible essays that would score very low. <laughs> right. We've seen tips that are totally incorrect. We share these every time we see them on the IELTS Energy podcast so that yes. we make sure our listeners understand and aren't led astray. That's vital that you have the right information. 
That's right. I, you know, as busy adults, I mean, for me, I don't have time for not having a plan, right? I right. don't have time to just jump around the internet, try to find things. I to hope that it's correct and that I can trust this person. I need a plan, a calendar. Hey, I love it. So yeah, good. it needs to be very systematic and planned out. You need to have the date you plan to take the exam or give yourself a certain amount of time. So you can really plan out the time that you have to study. So Aubrey, what do you think is the minimum amount of time that someone needs, right? To begin their study plan, to actually achieve a good score, the score you know, that they should achieve. Yes. Minimum is 30 days, mm -hmm. but it really does depend on where you're at now, your language level. Now we often will recommend 60 days. If you have mm -hmm. it, if you can take that 60 days, you're going to be a lot better prepared. 30 days is good. 60 days is amazing. There's so much you can do in 60 days with life, self-discipline mm -hmm. habits, so much you can change in two months. So guys go for that 60 days if you can, right? Good. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Aubrey, do we have a third tip for our listeners? Yes. The third thing is when you're practicing for the speaking exam, most students will just practice in the mirror or maybe not at all practicing speaking out loud. This is absolutely vital to have the confidence you need for the speaking exam to practice with a speaking partner and then give each other feedback, not about your grammar, but your intonation. Is it interesting intonation or are you using a monotone? Are you uh -huh. sharing good details? Are you using that slang and idioms? Because it's hard to track it on your own. Yes. And if you're just talking in the mirror, that's difficult. So find a speaking partner to practice with. Yeah. I mean, be around people that expect more of you, right? That is yes. how we get better in the world and live is we are always around people that are asking you to do more, do better. You could do better. So find that person guys. Right? Yes, exactly. And then number four is all about writing. Mm -hmm. When it comes to writing these essays, it's so hard to do without template sentences. A template okay. sentence gives you a structure, a sentence with high level vocabulary and linking phrases mm -hmm. that you can just plug your ideas into depending on the essay topic. Okay. It really simplifies it and saves so much time. There are different template sentences for each type of essay, opinion essays, argument essays, problem solution. And once you learn these templates and practice using them, it's pretty easy to score seven or higher. Without them, it's actually quite difficult. Quite difficult. Here's a question, Aubrey. What is the difference between memorizing for an essay versus using a template? Because I think a lot of our students might want to try to memorize, like look at all the questions out there and try to memorize answers. I've heard right. that students make mm -hmm. this mistake. I can't even believe that. But I know. Yeah. You do not want to memorize. You don't know what topic you're going to get. Mm -hmm. And so to even memorize like an introduction paragraph, that's going to have to be adjusted so much depending on the topic. Mm -hmm. It's a huge waste of time to do huge. any memorizing. But to learn a template, mm -hmm. you are going to memorize different linking phrases okay. that you then are plugging in depending mm. on the topic, depending on the type of essay, but it's chunks. It's a few words, chunks. chunks. You have to understand the meaning, understand the context so you can use them on the right essay. Then love it. you have this structure that really simplifies it. It makes it almost like scientific. 
Yeah, I love that idea. That is so empowering because then when we're memorizing our chunks, our our formulas, then we're going out and we're filling in the blanks with ideas. And then it's just consumption, right, Aubrey? Consumption of media. Right? Exactly. Right. Then you just have to fill your mind with interesting ideas from Which is the our part. podcast, the Allers yeah. English podcast, all the podcasts, TV, right? You're getting interesting ideas from oh. the news and everywhere so that no matter what the topic, you're going to have good ideas. Yeah. I'm like addicted to ideas in a way. I love listening to podcasts, watching the new, like not watching the news, but listening to the news and just like mm. thinking about things, right? I love that stuff. So go out there and consume. Don't overconsume, right? Don't be crazy, but get ideas. You should always have things bubbling up in your head that you could ask a good question, start a good conversation. That's going into your IELTS essay, guys. Exactly. So true. Okay. So yeah. the last thing we, the more we meet with students, the more we realize there are some specific score killers oh. that really kill someone's score. And we see them over and over and over mistakes oh that are made on essays, mistakes that are made in the speaking exam. Yes. And once you're aware of them, you're aware of these things that a lot of students do that can kill your score. They're pretty easy to avoid. <laughs> so I'm just going to give one example here okay. for the task one letter. A lot of students don't realize how important the tone is. If you're writing to a friend or a neighbor, the tone is going to be more informal. If you're writing a complaint to an airline, something like that, it'll be quite a bit more formal. Uh -huh. And if you don't use the right kind of vocabulary, your score is destroyed. It's just tanked, destroyed. right? Yeah. And once you are aware of that and understand how to do it, you can avoid that mistake pretty easily. So yes. being aware of these score killers is really vital so that you you can avoid them on test day and get the seven or higher you need. I love it. And so over on the IELTS Energy podcast, you and Jessica go much more into detail on all of this stuff, right? I mean, just that could be a whole other episode for Allers English. But guys, if you are ready to take on IELTS and check it out, go over and subscribe to that podcast. What is the takeaway for this today, Aubrey? It's really cool to hear your expertise on this exam. You're a true expert in IELTS. So we're lucky to have you here. Yes. And it's fun. You know, I honestly, the highlight of my day is when I hear from a student who oh. got the scores they needed after oh, meeting yeah. with them, yes. giving feedback on their essays. And there's no better feeling because this, this is a very high stakes exam for a lot of students. They're mm -hmm. needing the score to immigrate or to go to school. Like a lot of you listening know. Yes. And so that's really exciting to be able to help. But the takeaway really is just that if you feel like you need to study to prepare for IELTS, you're right. You're not alone. It's a difficult <laughs> exam. You need yeah. strategies. Today's tips can really help you get on the right track and make sure you get the seven or higher you need. And definitely make sure that you follow the IELTS Energy Podcast for, like you said, Lindsay, we go deep into a lot deep. of these things so that you really understand well and can be confident on test day. I love it. So guys, go over into your search bar, wherever you are listening today and type in IELTS Energy Podcast. You will see the yellow once again and hit follow. Good stuff, Aubrey. Well, thank you so much for coming up, for talking today about your area of expertise, you know, IELTS. This is great. And looking forward to our next episode together. Yes. Awesome. And I'll see all of you over on IELTS Energy. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.
Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.